0: Well, hello again and welcome to this EMJ podcast. This is the final episode in a series of three podcasts discussing the latest developments in diagnosing latent TB. My name is Sue Saville, former medical correspondent in Britain and an independent health journalist. And this podcast is funded by Kaijen, although the discussions might not represent the position of Kaijen. And with me is, again, Dr. Danilo Buonsenso, a paediatrician at the Department of Women and Child Health and Public Health at the Gemelli University Hospital in Rome. Welcome back, Danilo. Hello again, everyone. So we're now diving a bit deeper, Danilo, into some of the specifics of these new technologies for diagnosing latent TB and you were telling me in earlier episodes about why TB could have such a terrible impact on children and why they progress from the latent form to active form and how hard it is to diagnose latent TB in children so we've been hearing about these new technologies tell me again just a little bit now about these new technologies refresh my memory what's going on here
1: Yes, of course. So, uh, as we were mentioning, the the diagnostics for detecting latent TB infections are aimed at recognizing an immune memory um, against uh, Mycobacterium tuberculosis because the agreement uh, is that if we have an immune memory against uh, Mycobacterium tuberculosis, we have been infected with that and we have, and this is a definition of latent TB infection. We have the traditional tuberculin skin test, And as I was mentioning in our previous meeting, the new uh, last-generation interferon gamma-releasing assay, which allows in vitro to understand if the lymphocytes have an immune memory against specific TB antigens and uh, and are able to produce interferon gamma when stimulated by these antigens. The most widely used interferon gamma-releasing assays are the Quantiferon TB Gold and, more recently, the Quantiferon TB Gold Plus.
0: Gosh, there's a lot to take in there. So these newer assays, the Quantiferin, TB Gold uh, and the Plus, what are the advantages that they bring, particularly for children, in terms of diagnosing latent TB?
1: To highlight some advantages of these new tests, uh, let, let me talk a little bit about TST, the tuberculin skin test again. So the tuberculous skin test is the very historical test, has the advantage of being a very cheap test that can be uh, easily used, particularly in low to middle income countries, which are those countries with the highest TB burden. At the same time, the TST has some limitations. The first and one of the most important is that TST can cross-react with the BCG vaccinations, which is a... widely used vaccinations and is particularly used in low to middle income countries. And therefore, in these settings where we have the highest TB burden and at the same time, a high BCG vaccination coverage since birth, it is very important to have a more specific test which allows us to treat those children or patients that really has latent TB. Another disadvantage of TST is that it requires a second visit to see if the patient has developed a skin reaction. And of course, this has costs both for the patient and for their systems, which can be a barrier particularly low to middle-income countries. And, and this is one of the reasons uh, we have studies showing that the second visit for the assessment of the TST is not always 100%. Therefore, this is why new diagnostics have been developed. The quantiferon, the IGRAS the in general, have the advantage of being much more specific. Several studies have demonstrated that for detecting LTb latent TB infection, the IGRAs are are, are more specific because they do not have a BCG cross-reaction and do not cross-react with the large majority of environmental mycobacteria. This means that a patient that has a positive IGRA has a very high specificity of having having being infected with uh, mycobacterium tuberculosis. One other advantage, of course, is, is that it does not require a second visit And therefore, this is somehow more comfortable for uh, the patient and the the healthcare professionals. Of course, being a more solid laboratory tool has higher costs than TST.
0: And these IGRA, these interferon gamma release assays, it's very exciting to hear about technologies coming in, and I gather there are new versions, new iterations. Are, Are you able, as a clinician, to distinguish between, say, the Quantiferon Plus, GFT Plus, how does it compare to the older Quantiferon Gold in tube, the QFT-GIT test? Are you able to distinguish as the versions get more and more advanced?
1: Yes, of course, thank you for asking this clarification. So let me first start with an important perspective on my opinion about even the impact of vigras in supporting our understanding of of the pathogenesis of tb infection in general because in this test uh, as i mentioned before mm-hmm. let me start with the the, the first one the quantiferon gold which was the one the first developed These tests are able to measure the interferon gamma produced by two different subsets of lymphocytes, which are the lymphocytes CD4 and CD8, without discriminating both cells. So having introduced introduced this new test, this stimulating test has somehow advanced and stimulated in general uh, the new diagnostics in the field of infectious diseases, moving from traditional uh, baseline diagnostics to new diagnostics that try to replicate in vitro a more dynamic environment. For example, in in this case of TB, um, these tests allow to see how some cells react to a specific mycobacterial antigen in this case. And this is something important, even from a clinician perspective, that that can stimulate our interest and uh, stimulate new research. And not by a chance, the quantiferon T B Gold has now been accompanied, let's say, by the new version of this di- two, which is the Quantiferon T B Gold Plus, which uh, allows us to discriminate uh, the C D4 and CD8 T lymphocyte responses. And this is part of this trend I was saying about stimulating our new understanding, because uh, we now know that CD4 and CD8 cells are both implicated in the immune responses against tuberculosis, but are implicated in relatively different phases of the TP pathogenesis. One cell is more implicated in containing uh, the mycobacteria within the granuloma. The other is more implicated during immune responses in active TB disease. Therefore, the theoretical concept is that having a, a new technology that is able to study both immune responses can somehow support a better understanding if the patient has active TB or latent TB infections, or as a latent TB infection at higher or lower risk of progression to the to disease. Yeah, this is, of course, still a new diagnostics that still require further studies to better understand its role in understanding all these details of the TB natural history, but definitely is a, a new important advance, uh, which, uh, of course, I'm sure this will stimulate a lot even new research, particularly in children, where we are starting using these diagnostics relatively recently.
0: As a pediatrician, as a clinician, how exciting is it for you to have these new techniques available coming on stream? Yeah, this is
1: very, very exciting for pediatric tuberculosis because as I mentioned before, the diagnosis of active TB in children is extremely challenging because most of the time we are not able to detect the the mycobacterium, because as I said, pediatric TB is is known to be pausing But also, as I mentioned before, it's very important to recognize those children with latent TB infection, which are at higher risk of progression. I'm not saying that we currently, with these diagnostics, already know how to discriminate both sides uh, of the TB natural history, But definitely this offers us the opportunity to study and investigate for the single patients or or with some cohorts of patients, those immune responses. And I think this fits with the new concept of trying to offer the most personalized approach uh, to every single patient. We are in the new era of the personalized medicine. So these diagnostics really stimulate us as clinicians, as pediatricians to further and better understand the, the disease of the single patient.
0: So exciting times and bringing great benefits then to perhaps immunocompromised children, Danilo.
1: Yes, thank you for asking because there is a long discussion within the medical literature or even for the policymakers about the lower age thresholds for using interferon gamma-releasing essays because, as I was mentioning before, Historically, uh, it it is thought that younger children has a weaker immune system and therefore uh, these immune diagnostics may not perfectly work for children younger than five or even more younger than two years of age. This is one of the reasons there there are lots of variations in, in national guidelines, even within the same continent or sometimes even within the same countries. Because up to some years ago, literature was still unclear. But I I have to, to say that specifically for Latin TB infections in in previously healthy children, even younger than five or two years of age. Literature is uh, improving it. It is giving us a better overview of the uh, performance of this test in, in even in younger children. And even from my experience, but there are several other researchers that have published data about IGRAs in LTBI, in Latin TB infected children. The accuracy looks to be very good uh, even in the younger children with latent TB infection. In terms of immunocompromised children, the accuracy of all immune diagnostics is still not perfect. The sensitivity is much lower. But one of the advantages of the IGRAS, which we have not mentioned before, is that IGRAS gives the, the third op- gives the option of indeterminate response as a possible uh, re- test result. So just let me mention briefly uh, this point because I think it's very uh, important. So when, mm, as I said, the TST and the IGRAS detect immune responses to see if if a patient has been ever in contact with mycobacterium tuberculosis. The TST only gives a test which is positive or negative. If it's negative... We cannot discriminate if it, if it's negative because he, it never, that, that patient never met the T, the T B mycobacteria, or because he has a weak immune system that is not able at all to respond to any antigens, including the TB antigens. This is particularly important for people living or children living with, a, with HIV or other immune suppressive conditions. The interferon gamma-releasing assays give the option of, in, of a, an indeterminate result, which means that it's able to, to say those lymphocytes are in general not able to, to respond to any antigens, not only to TB antigens, but also to common stimuli that are usually able to stimulate lymphocytes. This is an important issue that gives a better, um, a more comprehensive way of interpreting a diagnostic, because an, an indeterminate result can kind of be a red flag, for example, in a younger child, to further, to, according, of course, to the clinical history and other, and, and other issues, to understand if that patient may have a, a, an immune condition that limits the immune responses, or, for example, an, an ongoing bacterial viral infection, or still an, an unrecognized uh, condition that may impact the TB. And, and, and of course, this Uh, can further stimulate new diagnostics because you cannot be sure to say that that test is really negative and therefore this can support further medical decisions, for example, repeating the test in a time frame, for example, in one month or doing other investigations. I think it's an important point to know about these new diagnostics.
0: Well, thank you, Dr. Danilo Buonsenso, for those professional insights into the value of interferon gamma release assays. It's been great talking to you over these three podcasts.
1: It's my big pleasure. Thank you very much.
0: And for our listeners, you can catch up with the full series of these podcasts and indeed into a fantastic library of other podcasts on a variety of topics by visiting the EMJ website, that's at www.emjreviews.com. So from me, goodbye for now.